Welcome everybody to Trees That Show. I'm here with Brian, Eric, Ellie, and our special guest, somebody who I've been a fan of, I mean, 13 years now. You won the only satire. How you doing, man? Yo, man, I'm fucking amazing, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, for real. That, that shit means a lot. 13 years, that's like pretty much as long as my career is. So that's what hey, I'm crazy. Man, well, when I first found out, a little background, um, I, I used to go to community college, Ryan Valley, RVCC for life, golden lion until I die. So, and instead of doing my homework, I'd sneak into the computer lab and watch the WRCs. So yeah. that's probably why it took me four years to graduate a two-year college. But that's a side of the point. I, I fucking well worth it, I think. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, you and Dumbfounded were a team, and uh, just uh, the West Coast, uh, I watched all of them, so I was a big fan. But uh, before we get into all your stuff and newer stuff coming out, First, we'd like to get, like, a background on, like, how you yeah. got into actually rapping, your influences, like, the first time you, like, felt like, oh, I got to pick up a mic and do this, man. Well, you know, it's kind of it's kind of weird because when you really look back on it, from the time I was, from the time I could read and write, from the time I was, like, three years old, I was writing poems. I was, I was, I was writing, I was writing stories and shit. Like, nobody, like, Nobody told me to do it, you know what I mean? Like, I I liked doing it, you know? I, I would get read to by my mom and my grandma and whatnot. And as early as I could as I could read and write, which was actually kind of, kind of crazy story too, because it was way earlier than my mom and my, gran and my granny knew because I was like hella quiet, mm. ironically, as a, as a young, as a young like baby. And they damn near thought like I might be like something maybe uh, mentally different or something because I was so quiet and I was around three and I was also hyperactive, just not talkative or anything like that. So my mom was trying to get me out of her hair for various reasons. And she ended up making a fake birth certificate to get me into kindergarten at three years old instead wow. of five. So I'm in kindergarten. And then fast forward, my granny comes to pick me up one day and, and she walks in, I don't know what's going on. And she sees me reading to the class, like on some show and tell shit or whatever. And my granny's tripping because she literally has no clue that I, that she doesn't know that I can read. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and they've been reading to me and they've been doing, but see, I'm also playing, uh, playing Zelda and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Going through the menus and like, that shit require, like that shit's real. And so, as crazy as it sounds, I I started to teach myself how to read with the help of my mom, teach reading to me and shit like that, and they didn't even know it. And my fucking grandma popped in like, "Yo, this boy, he knows how to read." Like my mama didn't know it, my <laughs> granny didn't know it, and so from the beginning, I was fascinated with language, I guess you know. And so as as, as soon as I could write, I was writing stories about my little brother about my family about you know fantastical fucking nonsensical child shit you know and i was winning spelling bees in fucking uh middle school shit like that all these things like connect in, in hindsight in retrospect like i liked english class i in, in in college the only fucking classes i went to was psychology and english you feel me by the time i was I say uh, about eleven or twelve, I was full on nigga. Thought I was a poet, all that shit, you know, hella fucking hella writings, all that. Loved loved English, always excelled in that. No matter how like 
you know, a class clown or whatever I might be in my other subjects or like uh, talk out of turn or whatnot, I always was good in English. And the teachers always seen that potential there because like regardless of me fucking up for whatever reason, I was gonna I was gonna be there on a uh, spelling test day and I was gonna get a motherfucking hundred percent. You feel me? Like I was really done. Like I, I I cared about that shit. Yeah. Math test, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't give a fuck, nigga. Right. Spelling me. Spelling test, new vocabulary words, uh, 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 Shakespearean uh, pentameters. Uh, nigga, I'm on that. And I always was like that. You feel me? So it wasn't until about, I want to say it was like 10th grade. No, 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 no. It was, it was ninth grade, actually. Uh, I, was, uh, I was riding a bench. I was riding a bench on varsity. I was playing, playing JV at Eisenhower out in the IE. I lived out in the IE, which is like uh, about an hour east of L.A., uh, I've lived all over. Oh, like, Imperial Valley? Yeah, like, uh, so I was in, uh, I went to Eisenhower, which is in Rialto. So, uh, okay. so I lived out there for, for like a, back and forth. I, I moved around a lot. But uh, while we was on the, on the on the bus going, wherever we was going to fucking play tournaments, I had a crazy basketball team. There was just one, there was just one homie on the team named Eric Spencer. Shout out my nigga E. Spencer. And he had bars like, he was the first motherfucker I knew that had bars like in person. You know what I mean? Like the first person I knew. And so he was the only one that rapped. And every every day on the bus or whenever we went on our trips, whatever, he would, you know, rap about people, aka battle rap or whatever. We didn't know it, it wasn't called nothing like that. It was just fucking rapping, you know what I'm saying? But he would he would be clowning people, whatever. And I didn't like that shit. Plus, I low-key had bars too, but nobody knew. You know what I mean? They wasn't rap bars, but but they was because I could write and I could rhyme. I just never like put it like that. And so I fucking wrote some rhymes because I knew it was coming. You feel me? And eventually it, the day came. He says something. You know, the bus goes crazy. Nobody ever says nothing back. He just gets on everybody and then that's it. He's the star. You feel me? And so he says something. They quiet down. And then I hit him with something. I, I don't I. I'll never remember. It was probably fucking weak, but it it was real. You feel me? And plus, nobody ever did that. And the whole bus went crazy, obviously. And then I felt my little, you know, like like 15 seconds of fame. Like, oh, shit, this is crazy. Like, you know, and that was like probably really my first, as far as rap is concerned, my first, like, feeling of that praise of that like camaraderie of like being able to say something and get everybody to, to, to feel the same way. You know what I mean? And like, I had, again, did that for a younger age of spelling bees or, or I was on debate teams and shit like that, but I never equated it to that yet until I got older. And then, and then I started listening to Rockets records shit, you know, sound bombings and, and, and most deaf and, and Talib and, and Eminem and uh, Redman and fucking all those motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, like, oh, there's motherfuckers that are crazy, you know what I mean? And I was already a student of, of the game as far as, like I was saying, I, I, I've been fucked with studying the literal, you know, pentameters and breakdowns and rhyme schemes of, of motherfuckers like Shakespeare and shit from a, from a younger age. Like, I was the only motherfucking English class, like, English class that cared about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was the only, I, like, I, 
the kid that I cared about that shit. I so, you're, get, so you're breaking okay. down. You're breaking down Shakespeare to the teacher. Look at these multis here. I'm, yo, the other, yo, the they're, they're trying to teach me about about stresses on and off. You know, uh, eleven and thirteen syllable pentameters and shit. I'm like, yo, y'all don't even realize. Your shit's wrong. Like, it's not an A-B-B-A. It's actually an A-B-C-C-A-B. Nigga, there's a D in there. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, he's damn near right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I, I always saw it in a different way like that and was fascinated by it. So once it became like, once I seen this different side of it, this rhythmic, you know, the musical side of it with, with the poetry, I'm like, oh, damn, this is definitely something that I think is dope and that I could do, you know? And I'd say, you know, I can't really tell the timeline, but somewhere around that time is when I moved back to L.A. I was living in Long Beach, going to Millican High, and I somehow connected with a... It was probably over a message board. I think it was over rapmusic.com down there. I connected with Kale from customer service uh which is like we used to be like one of the biggest like rap young rap crews nigga underground niggas from the blow with no can do is that no yeah no can do exactly exactly so so kale kale who's one of the greatest rappers freestylers and rappers period of all time for it which so is james no can uh I don't remember exactly how it happened, but it's but somehow through that message board, I'm pretty sure me and him ended up aiming. Bro, I'm 13 years old at the time. Remember, I'm two years younger than my class always. So right. if, if, wow. I, if okay. I was supposed to be 16, I was always 14. So I was like 13, 14. And Kale's like, oh, like you're serving people at your, you know, high school or whatever, but you don't know shit about rapping. You know what I mean? Like mm. you have to come here if you really want to be good. And he's talking about the blow. And I'm 13, bro. There's no way. I think there's no way that that could happen. But shit happens that, you know, shit happens. So long story short, my homie Randy, my homie Randy, who's probably 16 or 15, whatever he was supposed to really be, whatever age I was supposed to be in that class, he was. He was like 15, 16, getting the permit, all that shit. He used to steal his his pops. His pops were graveyard shit. He used to steal his pops fucking, fucking van, bro. 9.30, we don't have cell phones, uh, mind you. Nigga, synchronize your watches, hop out the window, sneaking out at 9.45, be on the corner at 10, I'm hopping in the van, and we're going to the blow, bro. We going, we 13, 14, 15, 16-year-olds, we driving an hour out to go to the blow so that we could be amongst these, these be in the mecca of this culture in the heart of the Mert part with some of the most, you know, remarkable wizards of all time with people like No Can, people like Otherwise, who beat Eminem in the Rap Olympics out there, people like Bus Driver, you know, Two Max, the whole Freestyle Fellowship, uh, fucking Open Mike Eagle, Dumbfounded, all these, like, anyone I can name, you know, and that just transformed who I was as not only an, an artist, but as a person. And it just, it just really uh, propelled me. It exposed me to all type of energies and styles that I never thought were even imaginable, which propelled me as a, as an artist and, and as a lyricist and, and everything else 
to seek more. You know what I mean? Being dope as fuck at your high school, that shit ain't shit. And I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was, I thought that was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're in the cafeteria, you yeah, got bro. 50 people. You yeah. lit, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it no was idea. different. Yep. Like, it was Yo, different. You. Now I'm on the corner, they're like, yeah, you, yeah, you are all right. You little, but shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and I'm low key, like, damn, like, yeah, you're right. Like, because I'm listening to them, like, nah, low-key, you're right. I should shut the fuck up because I'm not, I'm not that good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not like that. I, right. so, I got a couple things uh, really quick. Please, you, yeah. sound like, you sound like the funnest person to hang out with. <laughs> so you were doing that at 13. I was practicing stickball. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, you wouldn't thing, even believe. <laughs> the, thing, the things your parents did for you – they forced you to your younger to be in kindergarten. I was held back, so I was the tallest kid in kindergarten. No one could even trace me with a crayon because I was too tall for the fucking paper. Oh my god, it's like the opposite. <laughs> yeah. so I was the biggest kid at my recital, just banging the cymbals, singing like, "Well, do your ears hang low?" I was six one. I have to say the one thing, and I'll pass it around, but I have to say, the, man, that shit resonates so much because Brian and I up here, we, we make music and we rap, and we fell into that, man, and I'm glad you brought that up because not a lot of people admit that, and you found it out at a young age. I think you're great. I think that's very yeah. important. I remember Mercules was on an Instagram Live with R.A. the Rugged Man, and they were talking, and Mercules said the one thing R.A. told him was don't become local famous. That was very important, very important. And we fell into that. Like we released two mixtapes and yeah, we had a buzz, but around town and we thought like, oh, this is it. And we never really expanded. I'm very happy that you brought that up because like, I think for people listening, anyone, it's so important as a young artist, get, you you might as well be famous out in Idaho with a hundred thousand people, you know, it's (laughs) just, yeah, that's, that's very informative, man. I'm glad. Because, well, because it's so, and then. You know, even to this very day, I still see this shit just as rampantly as in high school, bro, where people are worried about who the king of insert city is. It's like, bro, we got the internet, first of all. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, bro, I've been, I've, I've toured nationally, you know, eight, ten times once on completely on my name. I toured internationally multiple times now. Bro, why are you worried about this little microcosm? Like, there's there's enough for everybody. And then also, that's just like limiting yourself to something that's so small of a scope, I feel. And it's like, Kale was one of the first people to take my my tiny scope and and put it just a little bit bigger. High school fucking lunch table to... Which, which, arguably, the next step ended up being one of the most craziest because that that next step wasn't that was the fucking quantum leap. You know what I mean? Mm. It was you're you're at the lunch table now. You're standing in front of otherwise. Mm. And he's rapping and he's looking you in the eyes like you're next when you're like you know you need to rap next. Let's go. God damn it's it! Like, never, it's like it's a whole happened thing, to me. You know? Nah, yeah, man, you got it. You're in Idaho, right? No, I'm playing. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not with you. I'm no potato farmer. This is I know. Yeah, but, so, but but that's the thing. Whether I mean, bro, if you're in Jersey or New York, that's right, the right. end of the week shit or something like that. Where it's like, there's there's another fucking threshold that 
these high school or whatever you 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 thought you was good. And and back, you know, around people that are cognizant of and very respectful towards the art of the musicianship, of the lyricism, of the respect and the honor. It's really a dojo, you know, in that in that way, because our discipline is, you know, our 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 it's the same as as a martial art. It's a it's a you know, it's a verbal art. Mm-hmm. And we treat it with the same amount of respect and loyalty and as as any, you know, any student would teach any sensei at any, you know, because that's how important it really it really is. You know right. what I mean? I don't wanna hog this. Uh Brian, no, you got something? Yeah, I was going to ask you, when you were growing up, like when you first started getting into being like, all right, I want to rap, outside of like seeing the other dude do it like in, in school and stuff like that, who was someone that was like a major influence? Like you you heard the person and you were like, holy shit, how does this guy do this like this? The, the very first one was Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, right around that same type of shit. Uh, DMX uh, and Eminem on that same sound that was any man any man and I'll jump in front of a minivan mm. uh, I, re- I remember my pops slapping DMX Dark and Hell is Hot and the other one I forget, that came out the same year two classic albums in the same fucking year maybe the only person that ever did is that, that is that, I, is that I, flesh, I forget. flesh in my yeah, yeah, flesh yeah. These are, the, in the, these are in the exact same year, by the way. Yeah. I think he might be the only person off the top of my head that ever that's ever done that. That has two classic albums yeah. in one in one fucking wait, nine months apart from each other or something. Yeah, that's right. not normal. That's not fucking normal, bro. That's Irish twins right there. And 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 I was <laughs> I was so oh, Buster Rhymes, uh, and. You could probably hear it, Red Man. You could probably hear a lot of this in in my stuff even to this day. Uh, those are those are some of the first, first, earliest. You know what I mean? Um, because they were so uh, you you could see like a lot of the people that I just named. They're so uh, animated. They're 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 all larger than life, right. and yeah. they're also all very lyrically sound very technically beautiful writers without without it being anything else. It's just so purely them. It's not robotic. It's not, it's just a pure fucking swag. I mean, Eminem now, duh, that's a different story. But back then you hear a Busta Rhymes, it's like, he just sounds like, he's just a cartoon character chilling. But what? But the shit he's saying and the way it's written is a, is fucking insane. You know what I mean? I didn't. So, I didn't appreciate Busta as much as I should. Most, when I listen to people did. Yeah, it. When I listen to his stuff from like when I hear it on Shape Forty Five, like put your hands on my eyes and see, it bro, was that, better than that was I a guess. national hit. That yeah, was a national yeah. hit. Yeah. You feel me? And so for a reason, and we were young. All of us yeah, were, yeah, we're yeah. probably around a similar age, but we. Yeah. But I still, that still caught my ear. You know what I mean? Where I was just like, I didn't understand it, but I knew something was crazy. You know what I mean? That beat's fucking, that's not a normal beat. That Missy or Timbo, that, uh, that's, a, that's not a normal beat. It's an it's a insane piece of musicianship, an insane piece of lyricism that comes together as a great song. 
And all I knew is it just sounded fucking trippy. And then you see that video with that right. fucking weird shit, which Busta always had the visuals. You take it all the way back, and it makes sense. You're like, damn. Well, even in okay. Wuha, where he had all this shit blanked out on his coat. It you was feel what like, I'm saying? I remember, like, wait, what does he have? And that's the first time I ever knew you had to have logos blanked out. Yo, that's you it. see what I'm saying? And they did that on purpose. Shit like that, that really influenced all of us into the type right. of culture that we that we love and that we and that we ended up growing into and so those are like very very first and then once i started getting around the actual people that i listened to on uh you know the no can do's the free stuff that's i was very enamored and 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 was and looked up to them and was trying to fucking figure out what that magic was that they that they had you know that they had that they said that i had but but had a ways to go or whatever it was, you know? And so that shit was just became on some fucking Harry Potter, like fucking Lord of the Rings shit. Like, it was just like, I seemed like I had a fucking quest. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, like I need to like realize this fucking, this dream. And, and of course, you know, along the way that shit didn't work out a lot of times, you know? And uh, by the time I graduated high school, I'm 16. I went to uh, Cal State San Bernardino for like, well, I went there for probably like six months. Full ride scholarship to do whatever I fucking I want like, because my test scores are crazy, all this shit. And I go, I don't go to none of my classes except for English, psychology. I'm trapping. I'm doing all type of shit, getting all type of trouble and shit. But not enough trouble, like not real trouble. But they knew what was up. And I was just, bro, I was a fucking, you know, I was a day away. It's one of those things. Like, I had a couple incidents up there where I, I shouldn't even be talking to you right there, like right now. Like, all some real shit, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I was like a fucking hair away from from not being around here right now, just put it like that. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to be the reason satire gets locked up. I don't need that <laughs> in my life. And, but it was the just, dry yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah, you feel me? But yeah, this ain't no DJ Vlash shit. We already know. Yeah, hey, uh, he got in trouble for that. But it was just crazy because I just felt that, like, you know, while I'm partying and, and making money, whatever I'm doing, like. The whole time, I'm still going back out to the blow, like, almost every Thursday when I could, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. I'm winning fucking freestyle battles all in the area or whatever I'm doing, whatever. But it wasn't enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, this ain't – because it was still that low – it was that feeling I had at the high school. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you're better than all these fools. Duh. Like, what do you mean? Like, what are you really finna do? And so I, I forget how this part happened. If you notice, I forget a lot of important shit in my life. <laughs> But but I remembered uh, my nigga dumbfounded, bro. Me and him knew each other like through rap, through the fucking, through the block, through the, you know the merch shit. Um, but we didn't know each other like we we wasn't tight like that. We was tight, and and he's like, bro, like you can fucking straight sleep on first of all he's already sleeping on someone's couch on his sister's couch he invites me to come live there to sleep on the floor of the couch uh, of the place he's sleeping on without like really really knowing me other than just really believing in me and Yo, see that's, that's so funny because it's not his place but he's like you come sleep on my floor. <laughs> it, it was not his place no yeah. like 
I'm smoking. I'm sorry. I didn't know that's if I could. Not, that's fine. Uh, could you imagine? Uh, it's legal. It's legal. I'm smoking. Uh, so, yeah, he invites me to fucking stay on the floor of a place that's not his. You know, it's his <laughs> sister, but it's not, it's not his place. Like, he invites me to come live on the floor. And does and I'm not like his best friend or nothing yet. Like it's just like you know this dude that's cool that rap with that I've you know seen every couple weeks for two years. You're essentially a stranger at this point. I mean, <laughs> more or less, more or less. And so he's like, yeah, just fucking come sleep on the floor. Like let's let's go. You know what I mean? And I'm like, bet, bro. So I put. I put everything in one backpack, bro. Some Buddha shit, and I was just like, I left. I left everything out there, bro. And I was like, Damn. let's 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 go, bro. And that started like that was in what about 06, 07? Because that was in 06. Because the next year was the was the rap championships, which is in right. 07 or 08, right? 07, 07. Exactly. So it wasn't. So then it was an 06 thing. Before before I get into some of those battles, I want to just uh, pass to our Cal Cali girl. She hates when I say Cali. She hates when I say Cali. Cali, if you got any questions, jump in because I know you're from the Please. around sort of the area. So, so okay. So I'm from the Bay Area originally. Um, I lived Oakland. there for a little bit. Okay, oh, where? In San Francisco, in Hayward, and in like outskirts of Oakland too. Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so I'm from Oakland. Um, so that being said, what are your opinions on Bay Area rap? And you have a voice very similar to Keith to Sneak. I don't know oh, if anyone's ever told you that, but your voice kind of reminds me of his. I was like, wait a minute, I know that voice. <laughs> I fuck with Keith. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, so about a few years ago, I lived in the Bay for about a year. I was, I was in various parts of San Francisco, and then I was in Haywood for a little bit. Um, I still have a deal, one of my publishing deals, uh, distribution deals actually, is with Empire, which is like one of the fucking dopest labels. Indie, that's damn near a major now, out of San Francisco. I've made fucking records with Rex Life Raj, that's my boy. Shout out to the whole Rex Life clique. And I fuck with Mozzie, I fuck with hella Bay, Bay artists because before I moved up there, I was always back and forth from the Bay. Like, I mean, y'all had my nigga Lush One on recently or whatever. Uh, I've been going back and forth to the Bay, like, before the battle shit, like, probably as long as I've been going to the Bloat. You know what I'm saying? Since I was a little kid. My first, like, road trip when I wasn't posting being gone is to the bay you know what i'm saying with customer service and shit so i've always been like a fucking honorary bay member you know what i'm saying because pedestrian yeah yeah like, like low-key just because <laughs> i mean i have a lot you know it's funny people have always told me like i have a little bit a little bit of a bay swag to me too which is fucking weird but but uh but i see it because a lot of my bay niggas say the same shit and especially like my East Oakland niggas, it's just like a, it's a certain type of vibe. But a lot of my like East Oakland, you know, it's on some like slick talking pimp shit. Those niggas is crazy. So, oh uh, yeah, I taught in East Oakland. Yeah, niggas. no, East Oakland yeah, is its own so. thing. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Exactly. It's a it's a whole it's a whole it's different its shit. own thing. And so and so, I've always had like love and respect for the Bay, bro. And music wise, come on, short and forty. That just goes without saying. But then when you're talking about Real originators. I was just about to say <laughs> my my personal favorite is is Mac J because that's everything that we stand for. That's everything that that we that 
the culture is about, bro. It's one of a kind originality with true bona fide uh, lyricism and 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 ear for fucking a party fucking song and a vibe that you're giving out. It's see the thing is that a lot of people get fucked up. Uh, especially when you're coming from like a background of like either like can I see the lighter please baby um, you know freestyling or battling in uh, acapella style or whatever it's like bro music is music is not about words bro music is about feelings like period you're using words in conjunction with rhythms and music and, and instruments to to conduct a feeling that's at least how I look at it and so it's it's almost it almost seems you know counterintuitive because I so I'm I'm such a student of and and so intentionally say every single thing that I say, but at the same time, the only reason I do that is is to create the vibe. It's not about the words. It's all these rhyme schemes, the alliteration, all these all these things are tools that I'm using to create the feeling. It's not about the words. Like I don't ever separate words from the beat. There's, there's no beat and words in my songs. You know what I'm saying? There's songs. Niggas don't say, "Hey, kick that Jimi Hendrix verse." How does it go? Hmm. And niggas just bust the verse. No. That's a good point. That's, like, because that's not, it's music. It's music. You can't really separate it. Yeah, the words are tight, and yeah, the instrumental stuff, but how the fuck you take it away from each other? Right. It's, it's supposed to be one. And so I think a lot of people have the tendency to forget that part, especially when they come from a background of, of just of, of word-dominant uh, rapping or or whatever it's like yeah bro but the words are just the words are just one piece in that fucking puzzle they need to just be the words aren't by themselves like you know what i'm saying so um back in rain, I, one of those people oh sorry but no no go ahead oh no i just wanted to say before we kept going forward because you said the whole thing about the songs and like having it be you know there's not words in a beat it's all together to make the song do you feel like you know the rappers that are like they're try to they try to be kind of too technical yeah. and stick like too hard to like a, a rhyme scheme and too up above kind of with lyrics wise where it's like very compound words, a lot of syllables and things like that. Do you feel like that kind of stops them from creating that? And that's the thing that separates like somebody like an Eminem I from personally that person? I personally, I mean, all I can say about it is I don't really listen to it. You know what I mean? Because there's better feeling shit to listen to. Yeah. And like real real quick, the a perfect yeah. example of it. You know, uh, you know who Dax is? Yeah. I feel like he's a perfect example of that because he's a really good rapper. Like he's a good lyricist. But his music sometimes, like I'll turn yeah. it on and listen to it. And I'm like, yo, this is just too much right now. It's just like attacking the shit out of your ears. To me, it's like Eminem now. It's like, it's like, there's a clear separation in the words and the music. So, yeah. so sharp, 
so so sharply clear. There's a fucking chasm between the words and the music. It's words on the music. Like, see, I don't even create like that. People don't like. You can't send me a beat and then I just rap on it. Like that's not how that works. If if we're working over the internet, nigga, your beat's gonna come back with shit changed, maybe some shit added, maybe the the, the beginning is fucking flipped and fucking revert. Like it's gonna be a thing because I I need access to all pieces of the fucking puzzle. Like I can't, I'm not just painting on top of something like I'm, it's inside of it you know what i mean it has to be one and that was that was what i was saying it's like mac dre listen to the bay sound listen to what you now call the L, the new la sound quote unquote which is really a little more hyper version of an old hyphy sound with a little hey. more instruments it's real that was just created not solely by but very popularized by mac dre uh-oh yeah, listen to all this shit. He's gassing. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's legitimately gassing. That's what I try to do. It's, make no mistake, I'm rapping fucking better than, than everybody. But that don't fucking matter. Right. If, if it's only that. I have to just cut in because Ellie, Ellie looks like she has something to say about <laughs> when you bad Please. Mouth. Okay, <laughs> so, no, 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 you're so right. LA music is kind of like, low-key hyphy music it's like rebranded hyphy like that, I was, what they call my, new la yeah right when i was when you know that song by what's this yg came out big bank come I, on I, come I, on I, come on my brother that's to a me. fucking hyphy beat that's yeah, a track that's a million that's a track some, that should be a track some, that tra shout out my boy tracks that's the homie that sounds like a tracks a million beat right my brother even, a I little bit faster I for my like, brother and i was he's like this is kind of bass sounding and i was like come yeah on. but it's yg and he's like, and I was like, fuck, you're right. This does sound like a bass song. And then like, that's a keep the sneak song. That's a keep the sneak song. That's a fucking, that's a fucking Mac Dre song. That's a fucking E40 beat, yo. That's a, uh, yeah. that's a Jack of beat. That's a Jack of beat. That's a, uh, too short beat. That's a, uh, Mr. that's Fab. a, uh, Mr. Fab. That's exactly what I'm trying to, that's my that's boy. That's my boy. That's my boy, yo, Mr. Fab. Tell me that's not, tell me that's not their beats from nine years ago. Yeah. Keep it, Early keep it really real. It's not a bad thing, but what I'm saying is, no. tell me that's not real. It is. It's, it's just, it's blue just, face. It's just listen to a blue face beat. Listen to a blue face beat. Yeah. Stop it. That's literally, tra that's, tracks could have made any of those beats. Like, it's real. It's and just so, great when you sit back and watch things formulate and you two just talk about the West Coast. It's phenomenal to watch. <laughs> Andre Nicotina. Sorry. Got to cut Andre Nicotina. Shout that's out that's Andre. my homie, too. <laughs> Andre. That's, he's a real one. I'm going to pass it to Eric because he's him and his light and his litter box in the back. My, my awful lighting. <laughs> this is normally how I look. These are gray walls just to show how awful this lighting is. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't believe nothing you said. That shit looks, that shit looks dark. That shit it looks, looks like I smoked cigarettes <laughs> in the 70s. It looks like I smoked cigarettes in the 70s. That's exactly. That shit is stained. Um, smoke stained. I wanted to touch base about your um, – I'm trying to find it now. Your uh, your article on the revolt. How the twenty like it's it just it's interesting because of the pandemic and everything. It was like almost exactly a hundred years ago, right? And I'm actually rewatching Boardwalk Empire, and they yeah. say the roar, the roaring right the roaring twenties were so wild because they were in that pandemic and had to wear masks and had to social distance if they even did it back then. And then, you know, alcohol was banned and shit went crazy. But I want to hear your take 
and what you wrote about in the article as far as the comparison between 2020 and 1920. And I want to add to really yeah. quick, sorry, Eric, like it was same thing with that article after you uh, answered Eric's questions, because I don't want to cut you off again. Was it hard to write about <laughs> your experience? But you could, you could answer that after. Oh, uh, you can put it all together. Yeah. 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 Gotta take some juice first. <laughs> this has gotta wet your whistle for this. Wow, what a white, what a white thing to say. Wet your whistle. <laughs> Are you my dad? I got some of that weed in my throat. You know, you hit the last little bit of the weed. Yeah. Talk about police injustice while you wet your whistle. Right? <laughs> while you wet your whistle, go ahead. <laughs> but all right, so, so peep how crazy this shit is, man. So the whole thing is. So that, that article is basically like the editorial version of my album, The Roaring. So, um, what, 2019, about October, November. I forget how, again, oh, I forget. <laughs> I forget the key moment that happens in every fucking, like, big moment of, of my life. But, That's right, you could quote Shakespeare. So. <laughs> but, um, all I just remember was I was falling down a rabbit hole Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire is the shit, by the way. But I was falling Thank down you. a rabbit hole about the the Roaring Twenties and the you know Black Wall Street massacre, the uh, yeah. the, the, yep. the the stock market crash, <coughs> shit, um, the fucking the fucking prohibitions, the you know uh, speakeasies and flappers and 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 I'm like looking at at my life. This this is pre-pandemic. Thank you, sir. And I'm like, yo, this shit is like sounds just like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking around in my life. We got the after hours. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. Don't die on this podcast. That'd be another. <laughs> While you're drinking water, I love your vocabulary. Like I am. Thanks, Ellie. So... I'm pretty good. Yeah. Not quite you. <gasps> but no, your vocabulary is very impressive and I'm very much enjoying it. Scott said water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, cool. Let's try this again. But yeah, but so basically I'm like looking around and I, I just see the the similarities. And uh, I'm kind of like, I'd be reading like a hell of science journals and like random shit. And right around that time, they were starting to talk about, they were starting to talk about the coronavirus, uh, which is just another type of, you know, as many types of coronaviruses, whatever. But they were starting to talk about COVID-19 before it was called COVID-19. And I kind of like, not really a joke, like, but half joke, I'm like, damn, like, I bet you there's about to be something crazy like that happening. And, I, and I'm saying this in like November of 2019. And I swear to God, like, bro, that's, this is well documented among all the homies. That's why the, that's why the album's called The Roaring. It's The Roaring 2020s. Because about two months later, boom. And we're like, yo. So now I'm like going down the list and I'm checking off all the boxes and I'm like, Hundred years ago, you know, I'm on some mystical fucking, you know, uh, Mayan fucking time period, bro. Spiral, spiraling time, like, bro. It's a hundred years ago. This shit look exactly like today. Mm. This is crazy. History always repeats itself, especially when you don't make corrections. The fucking the super flare up of the of the 
divide in 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 uh, political party and black and white. These fucking protests. These the the culmination of 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 all the fucking you know uh, Black Lives Matter shit. And I'm like, bro, ain't shit really fucking changed like at all. And every every four years, every fucking two years, it it's it's pushed to to make to be like it is, but. I'm pointing at the exact shit right now. You know what I mean? And you can't even deny it. Like, I'm looking at it. And so I had been writing these songs already, touching on what I'm going through, which is what they were going through back then, and had already been putting them together. And and my, my publicist, my homie Justin Hunt, uh, put me in contact with, with Aisha Thorpe from Revolt. And we, this is really special, honestly, for me, because it's really full circle to what we talked about previously as far as, like, I always loved writing. I've always, always been a writer. I've, I, I, you know, other than raps and all, and writing for other people in different genres, I do all, all of that. But I still write for fun, literature, all that shit. But I've never professionally, other than... Uh, my my raps, my music, or other people's music that I've written for them. I've never been a professional writer. Mm. And Justin's like, bro. So Justin Hunt is a ex editor in chief from Hip Hop DX. Uh, he's a is a freelancer for Revolt LA Time. Everybody, Justin Hunt is a is a is a legend. Justin's like, bro, what you need to do is write an article about what your album's about and also about your personal experience. Right. So, which goes into what you were talking about because it's like, it was definitely a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say it was hard to write about, but I would say that it was a new feeling to, to, to write about it because- Seth, because, before, you, before you touch but, on it, I just have to say, cause I'm very open about things. Yeah, like, please, um, please. Uh, I, I used to be the guy, honestly, I was the guy who was um, All Lives Matter, and I was the, well, if the guy just complied, he wouldn't have been trapped, yeah. but, like, the more and more I've seen it, and, you know, I've kind of done a 180, and reading your article on top of it, you know, I was just more like, holy shit, so, like, I, I just have to say, like, reading that type of stuff really does have an influence on people, especially people like me who were different, let's say, even no. now. Months ago. Hey, I'm gonna tell you like this for real. You were a real ass nigga for for saying that, Absolutely. bro. Because because that's that's what we need, bro. You changed your mind. Correct. Yeah. You believe something for what? It, we all believe what we believe because of everything that fucking ever happened in our life. You believe what you believe. You see something else, and you fucking had the the courage and the individualism. To just simply change your mind, bro, which is okay. So I commend you for that. You feel me? And that's part of the weird feeling that I'm talking about because my music is music, and I think it's a lot more subjective from person to person what they get from it, what they feel out of it, what they take from it, regardless of what I'm talking about. Because it's a song, again, it's not just what I'm talking about, it's this whole soundscape, this whole feeling. Whereas this article 
is black and white. It's writing. It is the lyrics aside from the music. There is no music. This is that. Let's talk about it. And I don't know that I had ever done that, or actually, I had never done that in this depth or with this amount of prestige by far. And so now I have Revolt talking about, yeah, we love it, we want to run it. Uh, what's the PayPal? And I'm like, wait, what? Good, like, for you. Good for you, man. Like, you guys fucking, like, this is this is that you know what I mean? It goes from these things, these these uh near death experiences, some of them, these other injustices that I didn't even realize, as crazy as it may sound, that I didn't realize was like wrong or whatever, to it being so important that 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 happens, you know what I mean? And that people like you and anyone else, regardless whether they believed whatever you, that anyone could take something like that so powerful from it. That shit was incredible to me. And it definitely won't be, it's definitely not gonna be my last one at all. Um, for, for in that style at all. Like I'm writing, I'm writing plenty more ed editorials because I realized that people People need to hear. People need to hear this shit. You know what I mean. Right. And if I if I have a gift for saying it in whatever way that makes people want to read it, hear it, whatever, then to me, uh, that's my that's my duty. It's like, what else are you fucking gonna do? You know. What I mean? Right. No. No. It's really good. It's well written too. And uh, Thank you man. know, we got all sentimental now. We got sad. Jesus. So we got. Hey man, we gotta fucking pump it back up. The roaring. Yeah, pump back up. <laughs> I, I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring you back to 07 with your battle scene at the WRC. Right, if you don't right, mind, right. if you don't mind, if you don't go mind. Ahead. No, no, good. So, one of my favorite battles you had was versus Rhetoric and No Can Do when you said uh, to Rhetoric, "Your dome look like your dome looks like an astronaut's helmet." Oh, amazing battle! Like, so I just want to know why. How you got into the battle scene? Why you stopped? Because I even tweeted, yes, I have been, you know, following you for like eight years, whatever. We finally, like, we connected. It's fine. So I, I finally, I tweeted. I was like one of the two, two of the people who are the most underrated battlers in the past 10 years to me. And I don't follow as much as I did. It's just too hard. There's so many people. Out. I, I, I said password, satire. I said pass and pass is, pass is the man. Yeah. Pass still battles though, don't he? Right, yeah, he does. He does. This was back yeah, in like, like five man. years ago when I tweeted that. But like I honestly said, and I remember someone tweeted you and said satire used to be able to like uh beat anyone and you tweeted used to, I still could. So like oh, yeah, why why'd you stop the battling? You know, because I think that was when your mannerisms and your humor they were at their best. It just worked, <laughs> Thank man. Thank you, man. I, you know what, man? Like, battling is fun, uh, but there's a lot of so there's a couple things. Like, for one, the the reason I stopped was is really just because I don't have the time. I don't have the time to, um, and I have my energy focused on uh, on other shit that I, you know, it's just battling for me from the beginning was always. All right, so before, prior to WRCs, bro, battling is just like a part of my nature as a as an MC, and and coming through a dojo like the Blow is like 
being able to battle is not even like separate from being able to rap as far as we're concerned over there. So it's, you think you're, you think you're dope. It ain't no, Oh, he does this type of shit. No, you think you're dope. Then fucking battle me. And you gotta be better than me. period. So battling was never like a, uh, it's not this set up thing. Not like I'm finna battle you. You know what I mean? It was just, it was just, it's just a thing. Like it was, it's hard to explain, but it's, it, you know what I mean? It was just this, it's just this natural, it was way more natural, where it's like, we're, you know, there's ciphers, and yeah. you don't like what the fuck he's saying, or he think he's tight, or whatever, and you, or you just want to just exert your dominance, whatever it is, because MCing and rapping is a sport as well, and any sport is hinged on competitiveness, so you're trying to show that you're the best. And that's what battling was. It was not the, you know what I mean? And so everything evolves as it should. So once it started to evolve and then it became the, uh, the first, you know, like uh, acapella style, you know, uh, filmed whatever, back and forth battles and shit. Me and Dumb and, and Disaster and No Can and Lear Flip and Verbs and Alpha and of course, the source and Mac, but they weren't in LA and shit. All of us, we've been the only niggas winning every freestyle competition in Los Angeles for years. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, period. Like, there's a short list. There's 10 or 15 people on it. One of us was going to win every fucking battle that happened. I'm not fucking playing. You know what I mean? Like, it was, that's just how it was. 75. Five percent of the time is gonna be no can do let's keep it real. And this is gonna be then it's gonna be dumb, then it's gonna be me, then it's gonna be some other uh, design, it's gonna be some but it was only gonna be us. So it that was just it was so normal. You see what I'm saying? And then it started to progress into that. We're getting into that, boom, boom, boom. The the WRCs, bro, we didn't write shit. Right. Like we didn't even we didn't we didn't know you were some not supposed to, but we didn't even, we didn't think about the possibility. You know what I mean? We didn't even think like that. Let's just put it like that. Ilmac will swear to death that this motherfucker didn't have hella, he'll say, oh yeah, pre-mans, whatever. Anyways, Greg is my- a lot, a lot of rebuttals by him if you watch that, uh, especially the choke slam for- Oh yeah. That's look, it. look. I love Ilmac. Ilmac's look, my favorite batter of all say, time. Let me say, time. let me just say this, and he'll, he'll never dispute this, but- they were a lot more prepared than us. <laughs> right, Let's say fair. that. It's just fact. It's a fact. Because we it didn't occur to us in our fucking like naive minds. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, oh yeah, we battle, like that's battling. Like we didn't give a fuck. We got fucked up the night before. We were like hungover, feeling shitty. We're like, yeah, we're gonna just go battle. We didn't like fucking realize there was gonna be like the most watched shit of all time that like there was actually fifty thousand dollars in the life. Like we don't get we're just like these weird fucking rap kids, like that you know what I'm saying? And so we get there and we're still like better than everybody. Shout out to all the homies. But we can't fucking beat these guys. You know what I mean? We're like, we're like, wait. Oh yeah, this is impossible. Like we're not gonna, like, we're not gonna beat, we're not gonna beat them. This is they are perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like the you held, you held your own though. You did go to overtime. Thank you. Thank you. The second, the second time. Yeah, the second time. time. Oh, the second battle was good. Yes. Well, because, well, because yeah, because every moment after the first battle, we were thinking about lines for them because we, because we finally realized, oh wait, maybe fucking think about some shit before you're standing in front of the camera. <laughs> 
camera. <laughs> you said, I think you said this to Soros. You were like, uh, you look like a llama. You look like you dumped her face in a fa in a pool of piranhas. So you, you kind of got them on that. And uh, you know they were just they were so good though. I, not that they're I too was. good. Nah, they're they're way they're way better than us. And to this day, Ilmac is Ilmac is untouchable. And I, I ain't seen nobody fuck with him yet. So I, I always say I always say, and I am he's actually one of my biggest influences in music. I think when Ilmac's on his A game, no one can fuck with him. That that's just me. That that's just me. In battling, you can't beat battling, him. Battling, battling, yeah. In battling, you can't beat him. No, you can't beat yeah, Ilmac. Yeah. But uh, I want to touch really quick because you brought up Ilmac. That Brick song you did, your hook on that, amazing melody, man. Thanks, amazing man. melody. So thank I just want to, I just want to give you props was on that fire too. Yeah, yeah thank I, you, I love that song. By the way, I'll pass it around again. I'm sorry, I get this. I'm sorry we're keeping it too, Sat. I'm sorry we're. No, I saw. I'm having a, I'm having a great time, brother. Don't you. even. Exactly. Me. You put that. See, a lot of people put the limit on it, and then they see we're having a great time. And they're like, yeah, fuck it, let's just both. Yeah. I, I say that just in case I don't like you, and then I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, like, I could just dip out. That's like, on a, that's like on a first date when the girl gets that call from her yeah, friend. Exactly. She's like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got I got 20 minutes, bro. Like, make this shit quick. And they're like, uh, oh, I've been there. I'm like, how many like, times does cool your friend, friend have an emergency? <laughs> yeah. Every time, obviously. I'll go, I'll go back to Brian if you got anything. What did you find when you started? Because uh, you were saying that you weren't really doing any, like, pre-writing for battles, right? So when you actually did do like pre-writing before, did you see like a huge difference? Oh yeah, of course. That uh, I mean, I still, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I still like right, freestyled a lot of shit, like versus all the homies that I battled, fucking Johnny Storm, much. I because because like I said, that's just that's just where I came from. Like that's to me, it's more poignant too. Like norm normally, like it's. It's damn near a parlor trick sometimes, but it's like there's nothing more fucking jarring than just saying the nigga with the shirt right there, like you know what I mean? Like, like, like this. It's just you can pre-write whatever fuck you want, but if I say some shit about this damn fucking hat that's right in front of her, you know, what I mean? it's right. it's always better. It's always yeah. better. So. Yeah. The moment I see my fucking opponent or whatever, I'm always like, I'm just throwing, I, fuck those other bars. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm just thinking of way more shit. I'm like, because it's better. It's better. It can rhyme worse or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't, that shit doesn't matter. It's right. feeling. You feel me? Mm -hmm. All that other shit doesn't matter. It's how does fucking people feel, man? And that's, that was the thing is like, that's why I stopped battling is because I don't have the time to spend to be as good as I would want to be at doing that because I'm not going to do anything fucking half-assed and I'm just so immersed in making music. I just fucking fell in love with my instruments and just getting better at fucking you know, playing guitar and piano and fucking using, using my other instruments, my fucking Abletons and shit like that. And, and just songwriting and, and learning how to use my voice better and, 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 you know, just vocally across the spectrum and rapping and singing and, and all of the above. And that shit is just so beautiful and lovely to me. And it's just also so time consuming. Mm. And, then, and then also on top of that, I'm getting fucking paid to do the shit. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, right. it's like a fucking snowball. 
So it's like, what the fuck else would I do? You know what I mean? It's like, bro, all I do all day is make music and shit. Like, that's what I do. Do you do your own production and stuff? So me, Chase, Left Brain. um, Awesome name, by the way. Yeah. yeah, you left. know Left Brain from Our Future. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it just I don't. Yeah, I'm that's not, my. That's my dude. Awesome. Name. It's all you know. It's all in-house production. I I produce. I co-produce. I play guitar. I play keys. Like I said, I I arrange or compose like most of my shit. Some shit is just. I mean, it's just purely Chase because Chase is a wizard. A beast. Chase mixes and ma- Chase mixes all my shit. Jordan River recorders. They master my shit. Like and it's it's me and the whole the whole the whole squad the whole LSD shit you know it's it's me my manager the fucking engineers the people behind the scenes videographers my nigga Adam shout out Adam Stanzak all the fucking partners you know G Pen and Seventh Letter Crew and fucking it's you know it's a whole family shit and it's like the shit that we've just been building over the years through the different albums and different ventures and different tours and different shit it's just bro i can't battle nobody like uh the way that i would need you know what i mean like like, we had we had locksmith on and he said we asked locksmith why didn't battle him or and he honestly said he had and i feel like you're saying the same thing he said he had too much respect for the craft and yeah, he's there's not no way I can battle anybody. Right, he's not a hundred percent in it at the moment. I'm paraphrasing Locke, by the way. If you see this, I'm paraphrasing. He said like no, no, he has fast. too much respect for it. So he didn't want to go into it like half-assed. And if he did, he'd want to be hundred percent in. And then we had Nino Bless on. He said that he can't really think about someone for six months. And right, it's just hard, you know. And that's what I'm saying. And for me, it's definitely not six months, but but still, it's like I'm obsessive. And I also know that these other motherfuckers are, ju- are just as or more because they're way more uh, practiced in that right now. It's like, bruh, I have a fucking if – I, if I say, yo, oh, I'm going to battle, nigga, I got a target on my back, and I also got a fucking plate full of other shit to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, uh, again, it's, it's similar to that. It's like I, 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 res- I respect that other warrior, nigga, way too much. I'm not going to – that That would be like boxing somebody. You know what I mean? Boxing someone without properly training. It's like don't do that to yourself and don't do that to them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. that's not that's not how it is. I'll still fuck them up, but but I'll have to like pull some tricks out of my – no, no, I want to be tip-top right. at everything true. I do. And if, and if I can't – if I can't dedicate fucking hours upon hours of fucking – figuring out uh, a unique way to, to break you down, then I'm just going to, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I, I have one more question, but I just want to ask if anyone else I'll has go anything, go for it. Ellie, you got anything? Yeah. So I don't know if you're how close you are to Long Beach, but I know you mentioned you play guitar. Oh, yeah, um, sure. My husband has been playing since he was a kid. He's actually jamming right now. So if you want guitar lessons or you want no. tune-ups, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, just get him out of the sure. house. Get him out of the house. Uh, you trying to push him out already? <laughs> get him out of the fucking house. What part, of, what part of, house. of Long Beach? Uh, downtown. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. Right on time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, know, so exactly. You want... Yeah, by the aquarium and shit over there. Yeah. yeah uh huh. Exactly. Uh, it's the liquid zoo. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you want, much. if you want some guitar tune-ups <laughs> or you want some trips. He can. He's more than happy to help yeah, you. I'm, I'm, I'm always. I'm always learning. You feel me? So it's all you know. 
Definitely. Can, I can say, is an aquarium actually, that's a liquid zoo? Is that like a new thing? Uh, I just, I well, I got it from, I got it from Vinny and then I stole it. You got to cite your sources when he still jokes. So yeah, that's <laughs> what I stole it from, but it, that I, shit I mean, slaps. it is more or less. That shit slaps. Yeah. You tell somebody it's a liquid zoo, always, always a slap. Brian, Brian, you got anything? Nah, I don't have anything. Right, Eric, I'm, I'm ready right, for the gun in your one, head. Sat, no, I got one more before we get yeah. to our final segment. Oh, because good, your music's so unique. It's like, it reminds you of like a rock type. Like you just, it feels like, I, I know they say about Jay, he just walks in and goes. And like, sure. I feel like you're kind of like that where the beat plays and you just fucking go. So how did you Pretty incorporate, much, yeah. did you incorporate like any other music? Because I get a lot of classic rock type vibe, like whether it's, I, I know you mentioned Hendrix in your verses. Hendrix, the Beatles, oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, is there oh, any everything. other influence that are not hip hop that would be yeah. shocking? Like me, I've mentioned a few times. I'm a huge Air Supply and Ace of Base fan. So oh, I just bro. want to know. Most of my musical influences aren't aren't hip hop. You know what I mean? Give me like, a, give was, me a guilty uh, pleasures. Give me a guilty. They're pleasure. not guilty pleasures. I mean. Uh, at any given time, bro, you'll you'll hear me listening to anything across the board. It's gonna be some classical shit. Might be some rock Rachmaninoff, some Bach, and then the next fucking hour is gonna be some Lily Allen and some Regina Spector, some like fucking UK pop shit, you know. And then, and then it's gonna be some fucking. Well, I mean, my favorite guitarist of all time is John Frusciante. Chili Peppers are one of the best bands of all time. Um, I love Kiedis, obviously. Flea, all in. Flea, Flea has a side has a side project that's new called a uh, kind of new called Adams for Peace. That's Tom York from uh, from Radiohead and Flea and, and some uh, some other motherfuckers. That's just we'll say insane. Adams for Peace. Adams Adams for Peace. Adams for listen, peace. listen to Adams for Peace. The album's called Amok. It's like probably five or six years old now. It's one of the best albums. Of this, uh, it's insane. I'm I'm gonna be listening to. To some fly low, some fucking some Kanye, some fucking. I'm gonna be listening to some random house music, some rap. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's it's very seldom gonna be just a, like some rap shit until I'm like ready to just like turn up and listen to some rap shit or whatever type of rap shit it is. You know, it's like, um, I yeah, I don't. Especially because I'm always creating too. Like and it's like you said, a lot of times that's what I do. A lot of shit I don't write down. Sometimes I have a fucking whole song already written down, boom, boom, already figured out. And then sometimes it's the complete opposite. I'll just fucking play a little tone, fucking loop that shit, and then I'll just fucking freestyle fucking for however long and chop that up and then get a whole idea and erase that and then do that over. And then it's, it's just however it comes out. Because again, it's, a, to, it's just about the feeling. Like I don't give a fuck about anything else other than is it is it great? You know what I mean? If I gotta get fucking that person to play this violin on this part, and then that person sing on this, and then me, I'm gonna do this, and then all right, fuck it, I can't do this part. That person needs to be the uh, shit. This piano, I'm I sound tight, but I should get the other homie that's better. To, it's about creating the motherfucking. <laughs> it's about a whole vision, you know what I'm saying? So right. that's why when you listen to the, the roaring from front to back or from back to front, we engineered it to fucking literally listen either way on purpose. The BPMs and the way that it all, the, the keys of every song are literally, it's interwoven 
on purpose. Everything is on purpose. There's there's nothing on accident in anything that I do. And then the happy accidents that happen, we leave them there because those motherfuckers were supposed to happen too. You know what I'm saying? So it's all that's how I create. It's just I try to be as uh, as as thoughtless as possible. You know is I mean? there anyone? Obviously, you could throw out, like let's be honest, like your Eminem, your Crooked Eye, or whatever. By the way, one of our favorite artists, Crooked Eye. But like, oh, is there anyone? Shout out Crooked. That's the yeah, homie. If there anyone, is there anyone we wouldn't think of that you really want to collab with? Someone like random, you know, like any one rapper that like people be like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think Seth would like him, but like he does. For real, I don't know, cause I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm really snobby. I mean, the thing is, I don't give a fuck if I care about the vibe. I don't care if they're a good right. rapper. I don't care about anything I, 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 other than the vibe. So it's like, there's. I will work with anybody that's dope. That's it. If if it's fucking fire and you're a good person and it feels right, then we can fucking make something crazy because that's the only things that I operate off of is like the the level of the vibration. Like energy. Fuck if you're popping, I don't give a fuck if you're rich. I don't give a fuck if you're amazing unless it all fucking feels right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's what I operate off of. So mm-hmm. I got I got motherfuckers that, you know, I'm, I've worked with motherfuckers that are the top, top, whatever you want to call motherfuckers that suck. Fuck them. And then I, I, I know motherfuckers that don't know, <laughs> know that, that, that got more placements, that are doper, got more money than anyone you do. And none of that matters because they're just good fucking people. And it makes sense. You right. see what I'm saying? It makes no, sense why they're where they are because they're just good fucking people. <laughs> so right. it's like, that's yeah. how I work. But. That. I have to say, this was one of the funnest interviews I've personally done. Real, Honestly, uh, this was awesome, man. I've been a friend for so long. But we have a final segment we do, Gun to Your Head. Yeah. All right, so this is this is very intense. We each ask two <laughs> questions, right? It. And it's a lot of wordplay since we kind of started as a hip-hop podcast. It's not your typical Coors Light, Bud Light. It's a little wordplay involved. And you pick a winner after we ask the questions. You have to pick your favorite question, okay? All right, for sure. All right. We're pretty intense about this. That's it? I just picked the favorite question? Yeah, but you got to answer the questions, though, as we're asking them. And then at the end, you'd be like, oh, my gotcha. favorite question was. All right, all right, for sure. All right, yeah. so because Eric cheats and he writes these down while these are going, we'll let him go uh, This is not that week. Uh, okay, right? Would you rather only eat impossible burgers or find it impossible to eat a burger? Mm, that's I would rather only eat impossible burgers. Okay. Would you rather never eat at Taco Bell again or always have to ring a bell every time you eat a taco? <laughs> I'd rather never eat at Taco Bell again. Okay. Eric, what is with white people in Taco Bell? My God. Taco Bell's amazing. White people love Taco Bell. I don't understand it. It's like, amazing. I'll tell you why. Uh only thing that Just I really get- fuck with from Taco Bell is Mexican pizzas, and they took them off, bro. So, fuck Taco Bell. It's the great meat. It's amazing. It's easy. I've told, this, I've told this story before on this show. I once found a splinter in my taco, and I just picked it aside. <laughs> Yo, bro, I love the bread. You know, I loved it so much that I was like, ah, fuck it, and I just kept eating it. You were okay with it. I'm okay <laughs> with it because they've been good to me. like filler. They've been good to me. Sprinter, Sprinter like Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, I'll go next. All right. Would you only rather eat at the Olive Garden or live in a garden full of olives? Uh, I'd rather live in a garden full of olives for sure. <laughs> like a martinis all day, bro, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <there you laughs> go. For, 
great question, by the way. <laughs> every yo, every time. Why? <laughs> For one month, would you rather take a cruise with a guy named Tom or only watch <laughs> Tom Cruise movies? I would fucking cruise with Tom York, bro. That's my boy. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We're cruising. Make it an album too. Ooh, bro, this is about to be hard. I agree. Remember that question. <laughs> Would you rather battle Eminem or be caught in a battle where your only ammo is Eminem's? <laughs> definitely rather. I definitely rather battle Eminem, bro. <laughs> That just sounds dangerous as fuck. Yeah, and they're kind of heavy. <laughs> All right. Would you rather only be able to speak using synonyms, or would you rather eat a tablespoon of cinnamon? Oh, shit. Cinnamon challenge. Shiza. Dookie. Poop. <laughs> Say German poop words. <laughs> that was the answer. It's all synonyms, bro. All sy oh, shit. I didn't even pick that up. Wow. I didn't even realize. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. You might win this one. They give you the victory. Who <laughs> win on that? No, hold on. Hold on. First Ellie. guest to win, gun your head. <laughs> Ellie, do you have any or no? No, I don't have any, like, cute alliteration questions like that, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been, you've been a very interesting guest. And, I, again, I love your vocabulary. It's awesome. Thank like, I, I love – I'm not an English person, but I do like words. I like learning, like, words. Like, I'll sit and, like, look at the dictionary and, like, make note of words that, like, I don't know and, like, write them down and go look them up. So I think that's, like, really cool how you – I just your read a lot. Is fantastic. Read. Yeah, that's and that's it. fantastic. And you remind me a lot of my uncle. My uncle was did the same thing. He didn't talk till he was like three years old. And my um, no great shit. uncle, who's like a child psychologist, he literally told him, he just one day goes up to my uncle and he goes, well, I guess you just can't talk. And he's like, I so can <laughs> too talk. Whoa. And they were like, yeah. Oh, I, and he said it perfectly. <laughs> I so can too talk. Like... Yeah, yeah, like I don't know, like you, you were like you're tripping. Like, what do you? Yeah, so just that that's sort of cool. reminds me of my uncle because they were like same thing. But like, it's something. Is he having a process? Yeah, they, like, that's what they thought. Yeah, they like, were like, is, is he, what's is going he on? Right? And I was like, no, I can right. read. Shut up. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So it just that's cool. I love this. I really appreciate you. I love this West Coast connection, by the way. Uh, Satire, you got You got to pick a winner. You gotta pick a winner here. Oh, bro, I'm I'm definitely going with the with the one that I responded to in the actual in, form responding to the question. No, Taco Bell. It's just, I mean, it, I don't I feel like we both. I feel like we won that one. So the cinnamon. I'm gonna go with me. I'm gonna, oh, it's a, we. I, I kind of feel like we won that one, so I'm gonna go with me. You know what? Yeah. I am. I am. I like a I'm shocked. I really thought I had that one. I, lo I loved yours too, but I feel like I'm involved in the other one and I got to bet on me. Exactly. So you I know gotta, what? I, I accept to. that. I <laughs> That's so common. You were a close second. Though. They each get a win. <laughs> oh, I get <laughs> third. That's great. <laughs> You're a you got to get the fucking, you got to get the, uh, you got to get the litter box together. No, I'm, I'm just playing. I know. It's my litter box. That, 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 the front is not yellow in here. Where can we catch you? Give us your like uh, Instagram and whatnot. Man, 
Catch me on oh, TV, yeah, I'll follow you right boy. Now. Just catch me everywhere. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Satire, S-A-H-T-Y-R-E. I just exited the video on accident. Oh, there it goes. Oh, you're still on. You're good. Uh, there you go. Fucking peep, peep out the roaring. That shit was number 15 oh, in the world the day it dropped. That awesome. shit was crazy. Um, the roaring. We got the hindsight video out that just dropped two weeks ago. That's doing numbers. And we about to drop oh, okay. the new video for the song. I'm not going to say which one for. But listen to the roaring. Follow me on everything. S-A-H-T-Y-R-E. LSD all day, love sex, drugs. I love everybody and I appreciate the time for real.